Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Truth, another episode of 32 Teams in 32 Days, episode number 15, I believe. If you guys have missed the previous 15 episodes, please feel free to go check them out. Um, we have done the NFC North, which was the first four, the uh, AFC North, then we had the NFC South, and now we're finishing up here, the AFC South. We have the Houston Texans and Jacksonville Jaguars still remaining. Um, so this is episode 15. I hope you guys are excited. If you guys do not know what a 32 Teams in 32 Day podcast looks like, I will briefly run that over real quick. First thing we do is go over key players, uh, just three key players. Then we'll have our first trivia question slash break of the podcast. Then we'll have a couple draft picks and free agent signings uh, that I liked. And then we'll have our second trivia question and break. And finally, uh, we'll have the keys to success as well as predictions for the upcoming year. Without further ado, I think we can hop right into the podcast. The first key player I have for the Houston Texans is is just Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson entering his fourth NFL season here in the NFL. Last year and the year before, yards-wise were very similar. Actually, stat-wise, were almost everything was similar. His completion percentage was just 1% uh, percent less than 2018. He had 300 less yards, he had the same amount of touchdowns, and he had three more interceptions. So Deshaun Watson, I think, is uh, in a way one of the more underrated quarterbacks in the NFL. You know, he's talked about a little bit, but I don't think he necessarily has all the respect that he deserves, mainly in the fact that, you know, he's a runner as well, so he can pick up yards on the ground. He can not only just throw. So he's been thrown for about 4,000 yards, which we've been seeing in some quarterbacks that I've mentioned, you know, like Drew Brees, Philip Rivers. And on top of that, you know, obviously he's, he's rushing more yards than them. He had 26 touchdowns in both the last two seasons, which honestly is pretty good for a quarterback. You know, that's, on average, that's getting close to about two touchdowns per game. He, I also believe he had uh, some rushing touchdowns as well. So very valuable player for the Houston Texans. I was a little hesitant about Deshaun Watson uh, when he entered the draft. I thought he was going to be a good quarterback, but I didn't know necessarily if his arm was going to be there. His arm's definitely been there. You know, he's definitely fitting well with the Houston Texans offense. You know, he's losing one of his big receivers this year with DeAndre Hopkins. We'll see how that affects uh, the Houston Texans as a whole. But, you know, I think, you know, he's still got uh, other options to throw to. You know, he's got Randall Cobb, who they just signed, which I'll talk about in a little bit. He also has Will Fuller still, I believe, as well as, you know, a couple running backs, uh, Blue John David I know David Johnson but can't think of the other guy's name it's like Blue or maybe Blue Johnson I don't know maybe I'm just going crazy but definitely has options to throw to this year I think the Texans are going to rely on him a lot not only in the passing game but in the running game I'd like to see you know some more designed runs from the Texans I think he's definitely capable of doing well in that that spot so we'll see how the year goes out I think you have another good year now I think you have a pretty good NFL career uh, moving forward. Next player I got is J.J. Watt, a longtime Texan, you know, entering his 10th year, I believe, um, in the NFL. You know, J.J. Watt, his whole career, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily his whole career, I'd say mainly the last four years, his main issue has been his injuries. You know, when he's healthy, he's one of the best uh, defensive ends in the league. You know, he played for almost the entire season, if not the entire season, uh, in 2018 and had 16 sacks. You know, and in 2014 and 2012, he had career high sacks and 20 and a half sacks. That's just crazy. After looking at all these stats through each NFL team that I've gone over, I don't think I've seen 20 and a half sacks. So J.J. Watt is an absolute animal. You know, last year he came back in the playoffs after a torn pectoral. 
So as long as he can stay healthy, he's going to be a, a threat on the defensive end. The main uh, issue with him getting injured now in his career is he's getting to the later parts of his career. You know, at times he's starting to run a little bit short. Or he's going to start running a little bit short. So if he's missing the whole entire year, he's not really being viable to that Texans organization. And I don't know what his contract is left. You know, I don't know how much um, time or whatever he's got on his contract. But if you're in the Texans front office and he, you know, he has another injury prone year, is it even worth signing him, re-signing him the year after that? You know, obviously he's going to be a very heavy price tag. I would say. You know, he's one of the best defensive ends in the league. I'd say he's up there with, like, Aaron Donald. But is it the risk to keep paying him if he's just going to get injured? So we'll see. I think this year he's going to be healthy relatively. I think he'll play almost all the games this year. You know, I feel like he's obviously been messed up with injuries recently. But I think, you know, this year is going to be more of a healthy year. Hopefully it is. And I love J.J. Watt. I love watching him play. Such an animal. We'll see. Uh, But definitely if he's healthy, he's going to be – you know, that leader of the defense, one of the best players defensively and probably on their team. And the final key player I have is David Johnson. Now, David Johnson uh, entering his sixth year in the NFL. He previously played, for the, previously played for the Arizona Cardinals and was traded in that blockbuster deal for DeAndre Hopkins this offseason. Now, obviously, I think there's probably a couple other better key players um, than David Johnson on the roster, but... I put David Johnson on uh, this team because I think he has to be valuable in their success. I'm not so sure if he's going to split uh, time, uh, split carries, I should say, with any of the other running backs on the Texans. I personally don't think he necessarily needs to. I'd like to see him being the lead horse there in that Texans backfield. Now, you know, David Johnson has to be successful this year. The Texans' offense is very high-powered. You know, they love scoring touchdowns, um, getting the ball down the field. But, you know, I don't think necessarily – I think David Johnson's talent is could potentially be in the top five. I just don't think he was necessarily on the right team with the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals had an awful offensive line, which is pretty big if you're trying to, you know, establish the running game um, or anything like that. So you need a good offensive line. You can't just have a good running back. David Johnson this year, I think, is going to have a better offensive line. I think another thing, you know, obviously he's got to stay healthy. He had kind of a brief stint in 2017 where, you know, he, he was injured, injured, but, you know, definitely got the talent. In 2016, you know, had 16 touchdowns and four receiving with over about 2,000 total yards. So talent's definitely there. He's going to get the touches. The main thing is, can he get healthy? I hope, hopefully he gets the touches on the Texans because I think a uh, big contributor in their success is if he's going to get touches. That's going to leave us to our first ad break uh, here of the episode. The question is, what college did David Johnson attend? What college did David Johnson attend? The answer, when we come back, here on The Truth. Welcome back to The Truth. Before the break, I asked the question, what college did David Johnson attend? If you guessed Northern Arizona, you, Northern Arizona, Northern Iowa, you are correct. Moving along here to the next part of the episode, I'm going to go over a couple draft picks as well as, um, a couple draft picks as well as a couple free agent signings by the Houston Texans this year. So, you know, the first selection I liked, I thought they did a decent job in the draft. You know, got a couple uh, players here. Second round, Ross Blacklock, defensive tackle out of TCU. I like this pick here. I think I had uh, Blacklock uh, third round project- uh, projection. But, um, you know, nonetheless, I think he's still good talent out of TCU. You know, playing in the Big 12 where it's not really necessarily known for being a defensive conference. But, you know, he kind of stood out when I watched TCU play a little bit. Um, he's definitely got the size and strength to be a defensive tackle here in the NFL. I think alongside J.J. Watt kind of as a mentor, 
I think will definitely help. I think it's only fitting that they boosted their uh, defensive line. I think that, you know, it's important as well because you don't know necessarily how healthy J.J. Watt will be. So if you have a guy like Ross uh, Blacklock and not necessarily playing defensive end, but, you know, just having a key figure in that defensive line. I definitely think uh, the two picks that I have for them will start. Uh, the other one, Jonathan Greenyard, Greenard, defensive end out of Florida. I really like their selections there by going with two defensive linemen. I think, like I mentioned, it only bolsters their line. I think they honestly have one of the best lines now, uh, defensive lines in the NFL. I think uh, I had Jonathan uh, Greenard in the second round. I had him higher over Ross Blacklock. But, you know, they both are, have tons of talent. You know, they're both coming out of good um, – well, he's uh, Jonathan Greenard is coming out of Florida, so a better conference. But, you know, Ross Blacklock definitely made a difference there for the TCU defense. I'm excited to see what they do with their draft um, draft picks. I'm running out of words here. I'm excited to see what they do with the two draft picks I just mentioned. Like I said, I think it'll fit well with the Texans, and I'm only repeating myself right now, so I'm just going to move on. Uh, free agent-wise, Randall Cobb. You know, Randall Cobb played for the Packers as well as the Cowboys. You know, we all know, or at least I know because I'm a Vikings fan. Randall Cobb, I think, is uh, pretty much, you know, a solid wide receiver. I'm not necessarily saying he's going to be the star of an any NFL team as he's only had, you know, one 1,000-yard season. That was also the year he had his career-high interceptions and touchdowns. But Randall Cobb, you know, I definitely think is going to fit well with that defense or Houston Texans offense. You know, now it gives uh, Deshaun Watson a little more leeway in a way. You know, he can once he builds a chemistry with Randall Cobb, he can kind of feel like, you know, he's got that safety outlet because Randall Cobb is a veteran here in the league, entering his 11th or 10th season in the league. Watson now probably doesn't feel as pressured, you know, throw to some other guys. He's definitely still got wide receivers to throw to. But having a veteran receiver like Randall Cobb uh, a lot, uh, play with a guy like Aaron Rodgers, I definitely think is a big boost for him and, only, and uh, on the team. You know, I think Randall Cobb is kind of one of those, you know, wide receiver two, maybe wide receiver three flex. Um, in fantasy, so he's not really going to blow off the stat sheet, but he's going to do everything you ask. You know, he's going to be looked to at third downs, going to be looked to in short yardage, even long yardage. So, I think it's a good select, uh, good free agent pickup there by the Houston Texans to go out and pick up a guy like Randall Cobb. My second pick I have is Eric Murphy, Murray, a safety. Eric Murray, you know, played for the Chiefs his first three years and then played with the Browns. I like this pick uh, only because I think he's going to help uh, their secondary. He's not necessarily a, I would call like best safety in the league in a way. He's definitely NFL caliber, but you know he's not going to blow you away. So you know I'm excited to see what he does here for the Texans. I think uh, playing alongside another safety like Justin Reed is definitely going to help. He's definitely very quick. He's really good in the pass defense. You know definitely can match up with some quick wide receivers. Um, he can also come down and blitz. You know he's got a couple sacks in his career, so. I think it's more of a dual threat kind of uh, safety here in Eric Murray. I think it was smart to go out and pick up a guy like him. And, you know, like I said, I'm excited to see what he's going to do for that Houston Texans defense. I think he can only help him. I think this is going to be his best year yet. Uh, I think he's going to fit well with Bill, Bill Bryan and that team. So that's going to bring us here to our second and final uh, break, as well as trivia question of the episode. The question is, how many teams, including the Houston Texans, has Ronald Cobb played for? How many teams, including the Houston Texans, has Randall Cobb played for? The answer, when we come back, here in The Truth. Welcome back to The Truth. Before the break, I asked the question, 
Uh, how many teams has Randall Cobb played for, including the Houston Texans? The correct answer is three. He played for two teams previously, the Dallas Cowboys and Green Bay Packers, and now is going to be playing for the Houston Texans. Moving on to our keys to success. First key to success I have is bounce back after losing Hopkins. Hopkins probably, I would say, number two wide receiver in the league behind Michael Thomas. You know, you can't hide the fact that it's going to be a blow to their offense. You know, Watson loved Hopkins, um, and Hopkins probably loves Watson. You know, you never know exactly what goes into the trade, whether it's um, issues with, you know, management or even Bill O'Brien. I think there was something saying that, you know, he had an issue with Bill O'Brien. I think he had a good relationship with Hopkins, so it's definitely going to be a blow uh, to that um, Houston Texans offense. You know, I think he's going to do all right with the Cardinals. I definitely think he might uh, suffer just a little bit. But you got to bounce back. You know, you picked up a wide receiver in Randall Cobb. You still have Will Fuller. You know, you have options to look to. You even have halfbacks like David Johnson. Um, so you have guys like this. So there's no reason to hang your head. You know, it's part of, you know, business in the NFL. And I don't think it's going to end up killing the Houston Texans. I think they're still going to be fine. And, you know, I'm excited to see what they end up doing this year. Another key to success I have is J.J. Watt stay healthy. One of the best defenders in the league is struggling, you know, with health issues. Um, not, not, I mean, <laughs> injuries, not necessarily health issues, that diet. But if he stays healthy, the Texans can even do better. You know, they literally made the playoffs last year and J.J. Watt played half the game. So Texans definitely have, I would say I would say they have pretty a pretty easy division. Um, I have them winning the division, which I'll get to in a minute. But if J.J. Watt stays healthy, he's definitely going to help them, you know, even in the playoffs. So we'll see what they end up doing. I hope J.J. Watt stays healthy. As a fan of, you know, the NFL, I would love to see J.J. Watt play. Just the last couple of years have been brutal. So we'll see, you know, also in the offseason, whenever his contract's up, we'll see what they end up doing as he's getting, you know, towards the later half of his career. Especially, you know, the position he's at, it could be a lot of wear and tear on the body. So if he stays in shape, stays healthy, uh, you should be relatively fine. My final key to success I have is David Johnson, do your job. You know, David Johnson, um, I think the trade surprised a lot of people. I definitely um, think it was actually a pretty decent trade. Obviously, I think the Texans lost the trade just a little bit. But David Johnson, like I mentioned, I definitely think has the talent to be a top five uh, running back in the league. I just don't think the team that he was on was necessarily good for him. But this year, I think he's going to have a much different outcome. You know, I can see him rushing for over 1,000 yards, even catching for maybe 500 or 400. I can see him, you know, getting back up to that 16 touchdown range. I can see him doing all that. I would love to see if the Texans, you know, put him as the lead horse in the backfield. I'd love to see that. I think that would be great for the Texans' uh, team. But if David Johnson can have a good turnaround here and, you know, do well with the Texans, it will definitely prove div uh, big dividends for the team. Yeah, losing Hopkins sucks, but he's still got a quality player in David Johnson. So we'll see what the Texans end up doing. As far as predictions, I have them finishing 12-4 and four and first in the division. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast, another episode of 32 Teams in 32 Days. If you guys, like I said, haven't watched the others, please feel free to go check them out. Uh, if you're In your free time, if you're bored, you know, your support means everything to me and Ben when Ben's on here. I hope to talk to you guys in the next one. I'll hopefully see you guys in the ne next one, which will be dropping tomorrow, where we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, um, yeah, finishing up the AFC uh, South here before we move on to the NFC East, another interesting division. Stay safe, stay awesome, and I'll talk to you guys later. Peace out.